Welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, April 5th, and we have completed week 13 of 2021. I hope you all had a great Easter weekend and took some time to reflect. This week, I'll be hitting the road and traveling through the country. And I'm looking forward to a relaxing trip, and we'll give you all updates when I get back. We have some great headlines this week. Southwest Airlines is putting its future on the Boeing 737 MAX and has added 100 new planes, bringing their total commitment to 600 aircrafts. If you plan on flying Southwest, your trip will probably be aboard a 737 MAX aircraft. Prior to the two tragedies involving the Boeing 737 MAX, Southwest Airlines was the largest U.S.-based operator of the aircraft. Even with the grounding, the leaders at Southwest say that the 737 is the only fleet for the past 50 years that works and is looking forward to continuing their relationship with Boeing. Today's commitment to 737 MAX solidifies our continued appreciation for the aircraft, confirms CEO Gary Kelly. In similar news, Alaska Airlines also finalized their Boeing 737 MAX order and will bring their total commitment to the 737 MAX to 120. Shortly after the 737 MAX received its new airworthiness directive from the FAA, Alaska Airlines was the first to put their name behind the aircraft. In November 2020, the company announced plans to add an additional 13 Boeing 737 MAXs to the fleet while selling 10 of their Airbus A320 aircrafts. The move was largely seen as a way for the airline to realign their fleet to be an all-Boeing airline once again. Our second headline is about the CDC revising its guidelines and now is saying that if you're vaccinated, you can now travel. Americans who are fully vaccinated can travel at low risks to themselves, both within the United States and internationally, but they must continue to take precautions like wearing a mask in public, avoiding crowds, maintaining social distancing, and washing hands frequently, said a federal health official on Friday. It's not that travel is driving spread of the virus and certainly not travel by those who have been vaccinated. It's the activities we undertake, whether it's at home or at the destination. In further evidence that travel is returning, the U.S. airport said that Sunday marked the 18th straight day where more than 1 million passengers per day had gone through the checkpoints. That is easily the most prolonged travel rebound during the pandemic. And while Sunday's crowds were still 37% below the comparable Sunday in 2019, travel rebound is definitely on the move. In further evidence that travel is returning, Delta Airlines has made three crucial announcements. The first is that they will be improving in-flight service and returning meals and drinks and snacks to all the cabins effective April 14th. The second is that Delta will also stop blocking middle seats as of May 1st, 2021. And lastly, Delta has also announced that it'll be easier to earn SkyMiles medallion status in 2021. All these announcements come as travel is on the rebound. All too often when I'm traveling and I walk into a rental car center, I see people standing in line. I always ask myself, why are they standing and waiting in line? Do they not know about Emerald Club, National's loyalty program? With Emerald Club, there is no line to wait on, and you can pick up any car in the Emerald Isle Row when you book a mid-sized car. That's right, a mid-sized car. You can get a full-size, an SUV, whatever's in the car lot. So the next time, you rent a car, don't waste your time, and instead of getting a mid-sized car, get an upgrade. Sign up with Emerald Club at nationalcar.com.
Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. New York State becomes the first state to offer a COVID-19 vaccination digital pass and is introducing a digital app that allows individuals to prove that they have been vaccinated against the coronavirus or have recently tested negative as part of an effort to fast-track the reopening of businesses, sports arenas, and entertainment venues in the state. One of the positive developments that we've seen in the airline industry as a result of the coronavirus pandemic is that many airlines have eliminated the change fees that they used to charge, and these change fees have been eliminated permanently. United Airlines was the first major U.S. airline to announce that it had eliminated the change fees, and the good news is that United now issues residual vouchers for changes. So as an example, if you bought an airline ticket with United Airlines for $500 and your new ticket was only $200, you would lose the $300 difference that you had paid for on the original ticket. Now, American Airlines and Delta would have given you a residual difference, meaning that you would get a $300 voucher that you can use in the future, but United Airlines did not do that. That rule has now been changed, and United Airlines now offers a residual value, uh, so the difference of $300 you could keep. The voucher is valid for one year from the date of issue and is non-transferable. United Airlines only offers this when you book directly with United. And speaking of United Airlines, United this week celebrated its return to New York's JFK airport after five years. United Airlines said that it will be returning to JFK with direct service to both LAX Airport and San Francisco International Airport. The airline will operate round-trip flights from JFK to each city once daily, five days a week, with plans to double the service as demand increases. With this news, United now offers service from all three major New York City airports, JFK, Newark, and LaGuardia. You know travel is returning when seven of the ten primary U.S. airlines have slated to resume either change fees or prohibitions on basic economy itinerary changes, beginning with flights booked April 1st, while Delta will resume its basic economy restrictions beginning with flights booked after March 31st. Until now, all U.S. airlines have suspended change fees and any prohibitions with itinerary changes during the pandemic for all booking classes. In addition, full-service airlines decided during the pandemic to do away with change fees long-term for all itineraries, with some exceptions for itineraries originating abroad. 2021 will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. It was announced today that Air Canada and Air Transat have mutually agreed to terminate the acquisition agreement. On June 2019, Air Canada said it would acquire Air Transit for $520 million. However, the deal was amended significantly in October of 2020 as a result of the pandemic. Air Canada had slashed the purchase price by 72% to just $190 million. The two airlines were having issues with regulatory approval, so since the acquisition had not been finalized, it could still be renegotiated. With this deal being called off, Air Canada is paying Air Transat a $2.5 million termination fee. I guess the airlines will charge a fee for just about anything. The good news is that Air Canada has extended its elite status for airplane members through next year and has widened the time frame to earn the status after that. All current elite status will now last through 2022, and miles and segments and dollars earned this year will count towards status progress in 2022. The airline also extended priority reward vouchers issued last year to be valid until October 2022, and expiration of aeroplan points to be paused until January 31st of 2022. Great job, Air Canada. 
Air Canada's aeroplane has done an incredible job of adding airline partners outside of the Star Alliance, as the program has added Etihad, Azul, Vistera, Air Siberia, and Virgin Australia. Aeroplane has now announced another new partner, the 40th partner, Air Dolomiti, has become Air Canada's aeroplane partner as of March 30th, 2021. If you've never heard of Air Dolomiti, Air Dolomiti is a regional Italian airline that is wholly owned subsidiary of Lufthansa. Air Dolomiti operates quite a few flights from Frankfurt and Munich to all sorts of cities in Italy. Alaska Airlines has become the 14th full member of One World. For years, Alaska has worked in some capacity or the other with the three major alliances, One World, Sky Team, Star Alliance. Some executives called it a Swiss strategy to partnerships. In other words, the airline remains unaligned, but partnered with airlines all over the world, no matter what their alliance allegiance lay. That strategy ended in February 2020, when Alaska Airlines unveiled plans for a new partnership with American Airlines and joined One World. Corporate customers in its Seattle home, as well as the growing stature in California following the 2016 acquisition of Virgin America, demanded that Alaska Airlines have more of a global presence. And without the big jets or ambitions to fly around the world, Alaska Airlines turned to the One World Alliance. The LATAM Group has incorporated the U.S. Transportation of Securities PreCheck program, enabling passengers on the airline to access expedited security lines at more than 200 U.S. airports. LATAM passengers can now provide known traveler numbers for U.S. trusted traveler programs when making a reservation to access the lane. PreCheck is open to U.S. citizens and documented permanent residents. United Airlines has decided to stop offering flexibility to passengers who booked a flight on the Boeing 737 MAX, effective April 7th, less than two months after the airline returned the plane to service. The airline brought the Boeing 737 MAX back into service on February 11th. Since that time, they've offered customers booked onto the MAX aircraft complimentary changes. As part of confidence building for the plane, airlines have generally let customers make free changes if they want to avoid that aircraft. Of course, most customers don't seem to be aware of the plane they're flying on and relatively few take advantage of switching. United Airlines obviously feels that the Boeing 737 MAX is a safe aircraft and therefore is ending the change flexibility. Hertz Rent-A-Car filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in May 2020 and has now announced plans to exit Chapter 11 bankruptcy in June of 2021 after completing all the required court filings to do so. Southwest Airlines' Rapid Rewards program is encouraging new member signups with 5,000 bonus points, getting members to reward faster. This helps demonstrate the value of the program to a member when they redeem and are more likely to stick with the program. You have to enroll by May 31st in order to take advantage of this promotion. Now for technology news. All Nippon Airways has started a test of the Common Pass Digital Health Passport on its flight from Tokyo Haneda to New York. With the Common Pass platform, travelers can ensure that they meet the COVID-19 related entry requirements with document testing and vaccination history, and ANA plans to use its test of the platform to determine effectiveness of testing and check-in procedures at Haneda. Travel technology company Infinity Software Solutions has launched a new NDC-enabled booking platform that gives travel agencies in India the ability to compare flight information from GDS, NDC, and other APIs on a single screen. Emirates will be the first airline to provide NDC content to Infinity's Agency Direct platform, providing incentives and bundled content to the platform. Infinity expects many more airlines to follow suit very soon. 
Infinity reports connections to more than 230 corporate users, travel agencies, and airlines. And now for our fun segment of the week. We're all familiar with the seats that we all fly on today on aircrafts where there's not that much space. But imagine having the new Adian Ascend seat, a new design by Adian and Boeing that can be configured in many different ways depending on the experience desired by the airline. Check out the video of the new seat design on businesstravel360.com slash fun. Let's talk about amazing deals that you should take. Hilton Hotels has launched a fast track promotion where you can earn either gold status with Hilton or diamond elite status with Hilton until March 31st, 2023. That's right, 2023. How do you do it? Very simply, if you want to establish gold status, stay with them just five nights within the 90-day trial period, and you can have gold status until the year 2023. If you want to opt for the diamond status, which is what I will be doing, stay nine nights within the 90-day period, and you can get diamond status until March 31st, 2023. To request the status match offer, simply go to businesstravel360.com slash deals, and all the details are right there for you to take advantage of. Be sure to do it before time runs out. And while you're there, check out all the other deals that we have listed for your convenience. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this Business Travel Podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.